When you are building a business that focuses on affecting necessary change in this world, either by reducing poverty, or maybe you are creating a business that focuses on gender equal world, or maybe achieving other areas within the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, you work extra harder because you come to realize that profit is actually the byproduct of your purpose. It means your business needs to be profitable so you can use this profit to amplify your social impact mission. You have this big purpose. So the pressure when you are struggling to make profits, when your business doesn't have enough cash at the end of each month to pay bills, let alone have the cash to invest in all the different projects for your business, it's stressful. You are wondering each night, how can I make this work? And perhaps you are thinking, hey, I need to raise capital. That extra capital could help me achieve my goal faster. If you are thinking about raising capital, then I invite you to listen to this solo episode until the end. You're listening to Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for mission-driven women entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Christina Shahli. If you are new here, a big warm welcome. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out and say hi because that's where I hang out and share my business finance tips. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you are a regular listener, I want you to know I appreciate you. My podcast won't be around without your support. This is a free weekly show where my guests and I want to inspire you to balance between mission and profit, to create an impact in this world, and to achieve financial equality through your business. Raising capital could certainly give your business a short-term financial injection. And if you are thinking or in the process of raising capital, first, you need to remove this five misconceptions about business finances from your headspace. Because this misconception leads to future financial problems. This can stop you from deploying the extra capital you receive appropriately stop you from finding the right investors. It can also stop you from achieving the balance between purpose and profit. I know you have worked so hard in getting where you are today. And the truth is, yes, I want more female founders to scale their businesses because I believe we can build a more feminist economy. However, before you jump into the wagon of capital raising, I want you to make sure your headspace is on the right track. Here's the exciting part. Once you have removed all this business finance misconceptions and clear your headspace, you are ready to take the next step. I have created a quiz that can help you identify any gaps in your business financial processes. And you can find the link to this quiz in the show notes. Why having gaps in the business financial process matter, you may ask. Often, the reason why many founders don't have financial results they can understand and trust, it's because the process is not yet structured correctly. So this quiz can help you identify the gaps. Let's say after you take the quiz, you realize there are gaps. You can connect with us. We can get your business financial processes set up. 
we combine our curiosity and financial expertise in a judgment-free zone to get the story behind your financial number, a story you can trust and understand. More importantly, you can make strategic business decisions that aligns with your purpose. In the meantime, let's find out what are those five business finance misconceptions that will stop you from growing a profitable and sustainable purpose-driven business. Misconception number one, high price and high volume equal high revenue, which means you have a profitable business. I know, right? It's a surprise. How could this be a misconception? It seems counterintuitive to think that higher revenue does not equal a profitable business. Let me share with you why this is a misconception and you should move away from this mindset. Revenue is only one part of the puzzle in the finance formula. Revenue number tells a story. That is the story your marketing and sales strategy work. And because your marketing and sales strategy work, you may be able to bring in seven figures, multi-seven figures, or even eight figures in revenue. But if you have no cost management, for example, your costs are way too high in certain areas, or it seems like you are always struggling to make ends meet, or you are robbing Peter to pay Paul, likely you have no cost management process. And If this is continuous in the long run, your business may not be able to survive. Now I get it. When you are an early stage startup, yes, you need to focus on revenue. But as you are progressing in your business, let's say maybe you are getting ready for a series A round. The right investors care about profitability, not only revenue. When you start Thinking to focus only on revenue, I want you to remember this one phrase. Focusing only on revenue is like focusing on vanity metrics because higher revenue does not always mean higher profitability. You are not just building a business for the sake of revenue growth alone. You are building a business that uses profit to create a positive impact for employees, communities, and the environment. Misconception number two, fast growth brings a more profitable situation and more cash flow. I know this one. You also wish this is true, isn't it? Unfortunately, it is not always the case, especially if you are looking into equity financing. Yes, some investors are looking for fast growth and they may pressure you to grow really fast. When you grow fast without proactive planning, you may fall into this misconception thinking fast growth brings more profit and more cash flow. So what's the trick to grow fast, have more profit and more cash flow? The answer is simple. In order to grow your business and continue to be profitable, you need to be proactive and have a crystal ball. I'm serious. I'm not joking here. You can have somewhat a crystal ball for your business if you use a tool called financial modeling. I use financial modeling all the time with my clients. And this tool is really powerful because it helps 
me to translate their vision into financial number so they can have a clear path to make strategic business decision that results in more profit and more cash. Let me give you an example to illustrate why fast growth does not mean a more profitable business and more cash flow if you are not proactive and have a tool to forecast the future. Let's imagine for a second, you are in a business of providing flexible share workspaces where people can come in and rent a small space by the day or month from you. Business is booming, revenue is higher, and you want to expand by opening more location because you think more location equal more profit and more cash flow. So you continue to expand across more locations, across the globe, because you know there is a great demand for this type of office space. Expanding to multiple locations across the globe is super exciting, really. At the same time, Have you thought about the additional overhead costs, the additional investment you have to put into the new locations? Have you figured out if your first location generates enough cash to support the additional overhead and investment? If you move ahead with the expansion plan without thinking proactively, the outcome can be detrimental to your business. If you have done some financial modeling and seen the outcome on paper, you may have realized your growth strategy won't work in the long run. It may work in the short term, but not in the long run. You may have realized that you just don't have enough cash to cover the additional overhead and investment. I encourage you to do your homework. Understand the challenges ahead, especially in today's uncertain environment. Then translate your strategies into financial number so you can see if your strategy will result in profit to expand your social impact before you waste limited resources. Misconception number three. Financing resolves all my cash flow issues. And this is similar to misconception number one. It is counterintuitive. If you receive extra capital, then technically, it should solve all your cash flow issues, right? Unfortunately, this is not always the case, and I will explain to you why this is not the case. When you get a proof for extra capital, either by a lender or an investor, yes, there will be more cash in your bank, and you're going to feel happy because now your bank account has a significant balance. So technically, it is logical to think that it will solve all your cash flow issues in the short term. What about for the long term? Let's think about it this way. If prior to receiving the extra capital, you have not identified those costly or unnecessary expenses, those money holes, I call it, then sadly, the bleeding will continue even after you receive the fund likely you are wasting the extra capital received because you don't know what the money hole is, where is the money hole in your business, and why you need to close up the hole that causes all the cash flow leaking. And guess what? Sometimes those money holes, which I also refer to as a cash flow gap, can happen due to a breakdown in the internal process. And if you fix the breakdown in the internal process, you don't need additional financing. Other 
Sometimes a cash flow issue can happen only for a short period, but you are not aware. So you rush to get the type of financing with a long-term commitment, resulting in you spending more on the borrowing costs. That's why when clients told me they needed financing, I make sure they understand that financing is a bridge, not a solution to their cash flow problem. I make sure to find out what is the real issue and if this client really needs to raise capital or is it simply a breakdown in the internal process. So before you decide to raise capital, make sure, make sure you get clear advice from your CFO to ensure financing is the best and only option to your cash flow problem because you don't want to enter into any financing agreement and end up in a bigger struggle. Misconception number four, financial knowledge for small businesses equal bookkeeping and taxes. Don't get me wrong here. Bookkeeping and taxes are key. They are the foundation. You need them in place. I cannot work with a client if their bookkeeping is messy because it is the foundation for other areas in the business finance. But if you think financial knowledge stop at bookkeeping and taxes, then again, you will have a problem in the long run. That's because bookkeeping is about recording transactions that already happen within your business. It is about the past. You need to understand the past, but you cannot live in the past, right? And taxes is about preparing your tax return and how much to pay the government. Only knowing your past transaction and paying your taxes won't resolve your long-term issue. What you need are tools to help you look forward. Cash flow management process, financial modeling, and scenario analysis are the tools that you need. This is when the magic happens. When you combine all aspects of your business from marketing, sales, human resources, production, and use these tools to predict the future story of your business, that's when your business will transform. You need more than getting your bookkeeping organized and taxes filed. Let me give you a real example to show you why I said financial knowledge is not equal to bookkeeping and taxes. I had a client. When they came to me, they had a bookkeeper and tax accountant as part of their team. But the bookkeeper and tax accountant could not explain why their line of credit continues to increase even though their revenue increases every year. And the real issue was they didn't have a cash flow management process. Once we put a cash flow management process in place, they were able to understand what is their weekly and monthly burn rate. They also know which customer will pay over the next 90 days. And also as part of analyzing cash flow on a weekly basis together with me, they finally realized there was a mismatch between when their customers paid them and when they had to pay the suppliers. This mismatch made them continue using their line of credit. Once we know the real issue, my client was able to negotiate better terms with their suppliers and customer, so there is no mismatch. Slowly but surely, they stop using the line of credit. That's what I call the power of financial knowledge. 
when you have the right tools and processes to check your business financial polls regularly, you can be profitable and use this profit to power up your social impact mission. Misconception number five, don't bother doing a forecast. It's pointless as we cannot control the external factors like recession or pandemic. So how many of you are thinking like this or have heard someone else say this to you? If we are on a Zoom call right now, I think I can see a little smile from you. Maybe you hadn't thought about doing a forecast or maybe you are thinking, what's a forecast? If that's what you are thinking, don't worry. I am here to share this concept of forecasting. By the end of this, you will understand what is a forecast. A forecast is a roadmap. This roadmap combines what has worked in the past and what can work for you in the future. This roadmap will give you greater clarity because you are able to see how all aspects of your business work together from marketing, sales, finance, human resources, operation, and production. It allows you to be ready for any unexpected events. It helps you to plan for the cash flow gap before it happens. It helps you to identify financing needs. It guides you to see if you have the resources to invest in different projects. Those are only few benefits of having a forecast for your business. Let me share with you another business owner who came to realize the power of having a forecast for her business. A product-based business owner came to me toward the end of 2019. So a few months before anyone knows the pandemic's going to hit. It is a seven-figure business, but she was robbing Peter to pay Paul. There was no profit. We worked together first by understanding why, as a seven-figure business, she continued to struggle. Obviously, her revenue number tells me her marketing and sales process work. But when I continue to work with her and then asking the right question, what I realized, she didn't have a forecast. She didn't have a roadmap guiding her business decision. She thought her roadmap is the bank balance. As long as she had a positive balance in the bank, she would be fine to spend it. That's why she continued to lose money and had no profit. Once we created 90 days and 12 months forecast and review it together every month, she has a clear picture of her future commitment to purchase order for her raw materials. In a product-based business, this is huge. She knows when and how much she needs to use the business line of credit only to bridge the short-term gap between when she receives money from her customers versus when she pays her suppliers and manufacturers. And she is now able to know which products are the slower-moving inventories, then create bundle offers to bring in cash faster so her cash doesn't get stuck in inventories. Then the pandemic hit in March. We use the forecast to put breaks quickly on certain projects that won't bring in cash to the business in the short term. Instead, she chose to use the cash to continue paying her employees. That was a priority for her. 
Also, her suppliers were important, so she made arrangement to pay them up front so they could survive. She was able to do what was important to her value because she had a forecast in place, which enabled her to make the right decision and keep her business running sustainably despite the pandemic happening. That's what becomes possible when you have a clear forecast in place. I know I mentioned I was only going to share five misconceptions with you, but I have one more I want to share. It's a bonus misconception. Misconception number six, getting a business loan is bad. I have heard female founders chose to get equity financing instead of a loan. It depends on where you are in the business and why you need this extra capital. Remember what I said in misconception number three? So not all business loan is bad. This misconception can stop your social impact business from expanding to the next level. Let's use this pandemic as an example. Let's say you are a product-based business who didn't have a strong online presence. It's okay to borrow money to build and grow your online presence as a way to create a new revenue stream. Given, of course, before the pandemic, you were doing great. You were able to pay all your expenses timely, including yourself. So really, you didn't have any cash flow issues. You simply need a bridge to get you to the other side. A business debt is a bridge. As long as you take out business debt with purpose and create a clear plan on how to repay this debt, then you are doing the right thing for your business. That's good debt because there is a clear purpose and a plan in place. There you have it. Now you know the common business finance misconception that can stop you from growing a profitable and sustainable purpose-driven business. I want to summarize all of this misconception because I know it's a lot, but I really want you to remember all of this misconception because it's important. So number one, high price and high volume equal high revenue, which means you have a profitable business. Now you know it is not always the case. Number two, fast growth brings a more profitable situation and more cash flow. You also know this is not always the case. Number three, financing resolve all of my cash flow issues. No, it won't. Number four, financial knowledge for small businesses equals bookkeeping and taxes. It is actually more than that. Number five, don't bother doing a forecast. It's pointless as we cannot control the external factors like recession or pandemic. It is not pointless, it is paramount. Number six, getting a business loan is bad. No, it's not. It's good when there is purpose and a clear plan. We don't want you to continue building and building, then run out of gas, emotionally and financially, only because you don't have anyone to tell you about these misconceptions. We got you. So now that you have cleared your headspace from all this business finance misconception, download the quiz, identify the gaps in your business financial processes. 
We are here to partner with you so you have the capacity to build your purpose-driven business without worrying about the financial aspect of your business. When you are ready to partner with us, let's schedule a time to chat. Book a time at christinashahli.com forward slash let's chat.